Welcome to the As You Go Women's Ministry Podcast, part of the Rolling Hills Community Church Podcast Network, where you can find other great podcasts like Making History, Parenting Podcast, Men's Leadership Network, Rolling Hills Sermon Podcast, and more. Welcome to episode two of As You Go. This is a podcast meant to encourage and disciple women who are daily trying to follow Jesus while balancing all the things in their lives like work, family, friendships, mental and physical health. I'm Lily, and I'm hosting alongside Kathy. Last week was our first episode and we got to introduce ourselves, tell you a little bit about ourselves and some upcoming guests. And today we're excited to have our first guest on. Kathy, you want to introduce her we to are us? so excited to have friend um, Betty Rock. Betty Rock is with Way FM, but she's also a beautiful, beautiful friend of Aww. quite a, quite a few years now. Yes. Um, so lots of wisdom, lots of love, <laughs> lots of fun um, with Betty Rock. So Betty, will you just tell us a little bit about who you are and a little bit about what you do? Yes. So um, I. I'm from, I know there's, we're located in Nashville, Tennessee. Typically, there's not a lot of people that are from here. Usually, they're from all different states, but I am actually a local, pretty much. Unbelievable. Um, I know, hard to believe. Uh, born in Arkansas, so, and then I uh, spent two years in Louisiana, then came to Nashville, so pretty much Southern living is all I know. <laughs> um, my dad was in radio before I was born, um, and somehow, I guess the nut didn't fall too far from the tree because I got into it uh, once I got out of high school. Uh, didn't really feel like I wasn't the best at school. I just kind of did what I could to get by, you know, and uh, went straight into finding a place that would just let me come and let me watch, just let me annoy them to death. <laughs> Um, eventually it worked into full time. And so I've been with, um, way FM for close to 15 years. Wow. Um, part of the morning show there on the Wally show. And, um, I do production on air talent, um, editing, all kinds of different stuff, our social media, wow. things like that. So, um, this is, feels like I'm back at work. Back at work. <laughs> there you go. Well, right. we're so glad that you're joining us. I would love to know what Wally thinks about this pod. Now, typically it, this is all about women, but I'm just curious, what does Wally think oh. about our, our podcast that we're doing here? Well, Wally is one of a kind. And by that, <laughs> I mean, he has an opinion to share about everything even if you don't want to know it. Um, and so I told him this morning, I said, oh, I'm going to be doing a podcast. And he said, oh, that's awesome. What's the name of it? And I said, it's called As You Go. And he started snickering. <laughs> and I was like, what's so funny? And he said, it just reminds me of like women that go, you know, they always need a bathroom buddy. And it's like, as you go. And I'm like, oh, well, I guess it could be. I mean, now you're never going to hear the show the same we, way we will again. Never but we do want this to be something that women are listening to as you go, no matter <laughs> Sure, <laughs> sure, Kathy. Yes, no even matter. if that means taking us to the bathroom. Yeah. Yeah. No matter what you're doing, uh, we want to be a part. part we want to be your bathroom life. buddy. Let us be your bathroom buddy. Awesome. That's our new tagline. <laughs> oh, so Betty, um, you've been so gracious in in the past, either on Way FM or just in ministry, different ministry areas, even in friendships, to be very open for the most part about what's going on in your life. And that means, you know, celebratory things. Right. And being an open book. Being, being an open book. But I love that because 
people get to hear from you, they get to learn from you, and you have a beautiful way of being real and also coming back to what the Lord is doing in your Mm -hmm. life and and how he's growing you. And um, so I would love to just start off with asking you, so you you started off, you've been in, um, radio, I guess, radio for mm-hmm. 15 years. And what did you picture your life to be like 15 years ago? What did you think it would look like now? Right. Okay. So I'm 35. I've been in church all my life. My dad raised me. My mom raised me there. My dad was, you know, um, song director. And so I think at church, it's always like, okay, the woman's job is to, once she gets around 20, you know, going to find someone, get married. And so I just assume that's what's going to happen. Now I was blessed in the fact that I have parents that, um, never forced me or said, you know, you, we just try and hook you up with anyone considered male and breathing. Mm-hmm. Like they are always about whatever makes you happy makes us happy. So, I mean, around 20, I thought, okay, I have some friends that are starting to date, maybe nothing too serious. And then eventually once you get to 25, it's like, oh, okay, now, now friends are getting married. Okay. I'm seeing how this is going. And then at 30, you realize, oh, they're planning their second or third baby. Like this isn't an accident. You're actually wanting this. And now at 35, I think the world, the world just tells you you're not somebody unless you have someone. Mm -hmm. And I hate that mentality because, um, being single, I have a lot of friends that are single as well. And I would say that there are some that don't do well with it. And I'm not saying I've got it right every time, but um, I hate to see that pressure that's put on these girls that I think are fantastic on their own. And not to say, I mean, that men are worthless. I'm not saying that, but I'm saying they're good on their own. They don't need a man to make them special. So I would say at 35, I thought I would be maybe driving an SUV with two to three kids. I'm not sure, but definitely at least 10 years under my belt of marriage. Mm -hmm. And um, it just hasn't happened for me. So learning to find the joy despite what you thought it would be. Where do you think, so you didn't necessarily get that from your parents. It sounds like your parents were, um, you know, whether you're married or not married. Right, um, they're supportive. They're very supportive. So where do you think that for you personally, where do you think that you see the, you need to be married to, to be loved or to be Like you have to have that other person. Mm. Um, I would say it's definitely in all the Hallmark films okay. that we can be suckers to. Mm-hmm. Um, all the rom-coms, Valentine's Day rolls around, all the jewelry commercials that are like, every kiss begins with a... <laughs> and like, sings. come on. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> but I, I think it's, it's, it's kind of like that undertone. You don't realize it's there. Um, and then you start realizing, especially too, with social media, oh, uh. social media is its own little uh-huh. uh, horrible thing. Um, but it's, it's this undercurrent message that's being told to you, hey, you know, they're happy because they have someone. They're happy. They're fulfilled because they have a child. Um, they have their own home to take care of. And you don't have that. Obviously, something's wrong with you. Obviously, something's missing. Um, you need to work on yourself. And, and to some degree maybe that is true, but also there are women I have met that have 
10, 20 years on, under their belt of marriage. And I'm like, you obviously don't have it all together. Sure. So mm-hmm. something, I don't know. It always feels like they got the missing puzzle piece or they got the key. God gave them that key. Mm-hmm. And somehow you weren't standing in the right line. Maybe you went off to get some tacos and, and missed the calling. I'm not sure. Um, but that's where I kind of feel. Hmm. So yeah. how do you fight those lies? Oh, that's a good question. Um, I think the biggest thing is uh, knowing who you are in Christ. Hmm. Um, I have noticed that when I am down about my relationship status, uh, it's because I haven't spent enough time learning about how God sees me. Mm-hmm. Um, if I'm trying to find my worth in other people or what a man thinks about me, uh, that's just setting myself up for failure. Mm-hmm. Um, but that's difficult too, because um, you sometimes, if you think, you think you, sometimes you think, oh, I know, I know more than God. Or you think, I met this guy, he goes to church and he seems to like me. Why, you know, God, why can't you just work that out? Why are you pulling this away from me? Why won't you let me have this? Um, that can create some uh, disdain or some um, anger against God. And so that will want, you want to pull away from God. You'll want to not spend that time in the word and finding out who you are. Um, I have found myself there before. I'm sure I'll find myself there again, but uh, trying to get in my head, I'm my worth isn't tied into how a man sees me. It's tied in who God sees me. And that's all that truly matters because ultimately, even if I found a husband, he's sinful too. Mm-hmm. He's not perfect either. And it's, it's, he's not going to be able to um, fulfill that longing in my heart that I think he could. Mm-hmm. He, he's not. He's just going to leave me disappointed. Um, but that's not to say it's not marriage isn't a good thing. It's just saying we're putting expectations on men when they're not meant to carry that burden. We need to be able to hold that on our own. And maybe that's what this time is meant for, for me to figure out who I am in Christ and be comfortable in that. And if I find a man that can keep up with that, great. <laughs> if I don't, I'm okay either way. Mm-hmm. It's just the better, better way to live. Yeah. What do you think um, are, when we think about the church as a whole, mm-hmm. what are some ways that we can do better mm. In, in, I don't know if I don't even know if involving is the right word. Um, making sure that we are creating an environment where everyone is loved, everyone is welcome. Mm-hmm. There's a place for everyone. Mm-hmm. What are some things that you've seen the church, the body of Christ, mm-hmm. do well, and what are some things that we ne- don't necessarily do well that we could learn from? Mm-hmm. Um, I think one of the big things I haven't liked in the past is when you get out of the high school, college age, maybe midlife area, the group starts dwindling. And sometimes you're left with like uh, the the church that I had been in. um, The next step was just a, a singles class or a divorce care class or a young married class. And you're like, not really fitting anywhere here. Um, You can't really go to the uh, young um, entrepreneurial or whatever, you know, it's like I'm 35 and these kids are 22. Like they don't know 
uh, what Dunkaroos are or Tamagotchis. <laughs> I'm, I'm so lost here. Um, but I, I think, I, I, I think, I don't know. It is difficult. I will admit it's not easy. Um, I do know one thing that really was helpful for me. Um, I, at this church that we go to, um, Pastor Jeff is really good about when he does his sermons. He always says, you know, this could be something that could be used for your spouse, for your children, for your parents, for your roommates. Mm -hmm. And I remember it would probably been a year that I had been here. And I remember noticing that every time he would, he would always put in there roommates, friends, things like that. And it just really meant a lot to me because you can feel so, is the word ostracized, mm -hmm. like at church thinking, cause I got to sit by myself. I don't know anyone. I can sit with a couple, but here I am the squeaky third wheel. Um, it's just so nice to feel included and because the church, and, and, and I get it, the church is about family and bringing families together. It's about marriage. Yes, those are all good things. It's just sometimes, what do you do with those people that God says, hey, that's not the cards I have dealt for you. Um, but I remember going up to Pastor Jeff because he was standing at the end of the service. He was standing up front, you know, if anybody wants to just say something or talk to him about anything. And no one was up there, and I thought, I'm just going to go up to him, and I'm just going to say how much that means to me, because I'm sure that would mean a lot to him. So I go up there, and I had every good intention. I went <laughs> oh, up God. to him, and I just said, I said, Pastor Jeff, I just, <sighs> oh, no. I, I just really appreciate, I just really appreciate <laughs> that you say roommate. And bless his heart, you know, men, they're like, what do we do with the crying woman? <laughs> And I didn't mean to make myself a hot mess. I totally did. But he received it well. And I walked away with my dignity scattered to the ground. <laughs> but it just meant so much to me that he would think, hey, you know, this is because once you start ostracizing people, they're not going to come to church anymore. And we need to have there is a purpose. God sees for some reason, God sees a purpose in my singleness. So. I need help. I need leadership. I need people speaking in my life and saying, yes, you know, um, you're doing the right thing. You're doing what you were called to do. I think it's so important. And I would say, Kathy, you were great at this, but not dropping people off. Um, I think for me, a lot of people, friends I've met in the past that get, they get married and they just drop off the planet. And it was like, well, maybe I was just there to nurse the wound of loneliness until they could find someone and now I've been replaced and super easy too. Um, but people finding time or reaching out to people that are single and saying, Hey, you're still important to me. Hey, I still want to spend time with you. Um, you matter, uh, means so much to me. I've lost, I can't tell you how many friendships because people just aren't there anymore because now their husband takes precedence and, and, understandably so. Um, I just think that that's not healthy either. There needs to be your own, your only friend shouldn't be your husband. <laughs> you know, there's a meaning behind the friendships that you build. And so, um, I would say don't lose those friendships, keep them because it can't be one-sided. It has to be both sides. That's great. Do you find it important for you to seek out friendships from both people who are in, in singleness and people who are married? Mm, I would say for me personally, it hasn't been hard finding people that fr friends that are married because 
typically some of those friends I've grown up with and then they get married and I feel like, yeah, I have those friends that are married and I see, um, how that process goes when they're like, he just won't put his socks in the hamper or, <laughs> and he doesn't, right, no. <laughs> right. Or he just doesn't know how to cook or these kids are driving me crazy. I know they're bundles of joy, but I don't sleep. Um, so I'm seeing those sides of it. I think the hardest part is finding friends that are single and still joyful. Mm. I can find the friends that are single and not joyful and crying every night in, the, in their pillow thinking, what's wrong with me? I just realized that it's so important to surround yourself by people that have character traits that you want implemented into your own because you will become the people you surround yourself with. And so I've been blessed in finding some people in my life that they set the bar where it's like, I want to, I want to be like that. Like, I, and I hope that I do the same thing for them. I hope it's not me being the sponge and just taking and all. Um, but just recently, um, I met uh, a girl that she happened to be um, coming through the station that I work at with a band that she um, performs with. And I had found out that she was the same age as me, that she was single as well. We have a lot in common. And there was this side of me. I don't know if it was God or if it was just me being desperate for friends that just are in the same boat as me. But something about her, I was like, I think this could be something. And I don't know about you, if you've ever had experience of like living out on your own, um, being single and living on your own. Sometimes it's great, but it's expensive. And sometimes it can be bad for your mental health. Um, I'm a nine on the Enneagram. I can tend to be a homebody. And I know that's I can be introverted. I know that's hard to believe, probably listening to me talk and ramble on and on, but I am. Um, but to find her and realize, hey, she's in a situation where she would like to find a roommate or, hey, she's lonely just as well. And she wants people in her life speaking into her life. Um, I'm just seeing so much where God is providing love in my life. And yes, it's filled with estrogen. It's coated in estrogen. But it doesn't mean that I've been deprived of love. It just looks a little different. And I would say that's the big thing that God has been working on me with is I've, you're not deprived. You've got just as much, if not more. It just looks a little different. Oh, that's such a great, that's such a great word. <laughs> How, what advice do you have? So, I mean, you know my story. Married at 20, right? (laughs) Just a baby. Just a baby. I have grown kids. Um, Well, one's still at home. But how? what advice can you give me? What wisdom can you share with me? What wisdom can you share with Lily, who is married and has three younger children, on how to love people in your same season well? Mm. Something that we haven't experienced but want to learn and grow and Mm -hmm. to do well. I would say a big thing for me is finding out who I am as I am. Um, Not finding finding out more about me just so you can find a man that maybe fits those qualifications that you can hook me up with. Um, To me, when someone does that, and I know it's unintentional, but I read into that as you're not worth getting to know on your own You're worth getting to know if you're with someone and then you can fit in. Um, So I would say 
If you see that girl or that guy at church that's always sitting alone, doesn't seem to have anyone with them, get to know them because odds are they're not going to turn you away. Like if anything, they will welcome you in. But get to know them because you want to get to know them. Don't get to know them because you're like, oh, I've got another single friend that I think maybe that would be their type. No, just get to know them because they are worth getting to know. Um, I would say that's a big thing for me. Um, Another thing would be, like I said before, keeping those friendships. Um, I love, like Kathy, I love how you always reach out. I know that it's not just me, but there's plenty of other girls out there that you reach out to and you make sure, hey, you're worth getting to know, you're worth on your own. Um, you're, and you're not even bringing up, hey, are you dating anyone? Hey, are you, uh, what, what's it like out there? You know, you're not bringing that up constantly, like maybe someone's mom is doing to them. You know, I have plenty of friends that, they're single and their moms are constantly pestering them on like, have you met anyone? You need to find someone. It's so nice to just have friends that are like, hey, like, I'm just interested in you. I don't need to know what your dating life is like. Now, if I bring it up, I know that you care. I know that you're willing to listen. But also, I just, I don't want to share sometimes because there's nothing to share. And I feel like I'm worth getting to know as in my life as a general is worth getting to know. You definitely are. (laughs) You definitely are. Um, So I just have one last question for you. Um, You and I have kind of talked about this. This this is not about dating. We talked about our our goals for this year at one point in a telephone conversation. And I just want to know if you have any last minute words of wisdom for us on eating healthy and exercising. Oh, Okay, it's not going well. (laughs) So um, is this because I went to Chick-fil-A for the third time and it's only a Tuesday? Whoops-a-daisy. It was because I feel like you were judging my Starbucks drink. Oh, girl, girl, I get it so much. It's so hard. And I'll tell you that, too. That is one struggle being single. When you cook, you've got to cook for a week because you're going to eat the same thing for a week Mm. because no one else is there to eat it. Um, but that I'm learning, but Chick-fil-A, man, I, I go, so I knew it was bad when she knew she remembered me. She remembers mm-hmm. Yeah. Her, I went through the drive through and she was like, Oh, you're petty. I remember you. Are you getting the usual? And I'm like, wow, I have hit an all time <laughs> low <laughs> that they remember me in my order. Um, but yeah, it's, Oh, it's so bad. Don't ever get nutrition advice from me. Uh, yeah, no, I, same. Oh. And that's why, I, that's why I brought it up because we need some we need some help in that. We need some help in that area. Don't we all? Um, and just <laughs> yes. some advice from Betty and Kathy and uh, you know Lily. I think too. We like to start our good eating habits on Monday, and sometimes we make it to Monday afternoon. Sometimes we make it to Tuesday, and then we just give up. And we start all over again. So we'll, Amen. we'll get back I'm to with that you. subject in, in, um, in a further episode. But um, <laughs> just wanted to hear. I know Betty loves some Chick Fil A. So. <laughs> I do. Oh, it's so bad. So awesome. Well. Um, if you just had a, a couple just short words of wisdom for other women who are struggling, who mm. are not where they thought that they would be or where they expected to be, um, not comfortable with their season of life, what, mm-hmm. would, your, um, what would you say to them? Uh, the biggest thing for me is learning that I'm enough. I think 
Mm-hmm. I think as women, we even if you're whatever your relationship status is, you realize, hey, I am enough, even if I am married or even if I am single, it doesn't matter. Um, but you figure out that you are enough through reading the word. And if you're going out on dates looking to find your worth in that guy that is maybe going to keep looking at his phone while you're talking to him, that's just going to make things even worse. And you mm-hmm. think that I am just speaking out of random. No, I'm speaking from experience. Um, Just guys in general right now. I mean, I'm I'm not throwing out hate or shade on, on men, (laughs) but I would say it's tough. Uh, 2021 is, is, is uh, right now just seems like you're digging at the bottom of the barrel. Mm. Um, Guys saying, yeah. um, Do you want to go Dutch on this? Like you want to, you're going to pay, right? Or um, guys saying, Hey, uh, I've got about an hour because I'm about to meet uh, a guy friend of mine. We're going to go see a movie. Um, I had a friend once that she, yeah, a friend that she went out on a date and ended with him telling her where he got shot by his ex-wife in a fight. Oh, that's cool. So that's what you're dealing with. Mm -mm. Um, And online dating is not fun. Maybe it is for you if you're listening to this, but to me, it was like a second job and I can't deal. It's almost like they put you kind of like on uh, American Idol. They put you up on stage and you got to sing for the judge and you got to prove that you're worth something. That's what it feels like to Mm. me. You're trying to find that picture where Mm. the shading looks right or the light looks okay Mm -hmm. and then you're judging people just based on a picture and that just seems shallow and weird so I don't know I would just say you're gonna drive yourself crazy if you constantly feel like say like you have FOMO Mm -hmm. which is you have to say yes to everything because this could be it I would say find your worth in who God says you are because you are enough and you are covered in his righteousness that's what it says in the Bible and live your life. What gives you joy? In that process, you're going to find someone, if it's meant to be. Mm-hmm. And I have seen, looking in the past, I've done this too, um, keeping track of where God has answered prayers. Mm-hmm. Seeing where he has heard my prayer and he has answered it. And when you're questioning his authority or questioning his way of thinking, you can look back on that list and you can see, I see where you answered that, 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 that. I know that you've got me in your hands. If a guy is not meant for me, I'm going to be okay because I'm already fully taken care of. Mm -hmm. So all that to say, God's got your back. Mm -hmm. Don't question it. Wow. Amen. Well, thank you so much, Betty. We enjoyed having you on the podcast today. And um, thank you guys. Thank you listeners for joining us for episode two of As You Go. If you would, please subscribe to our podcast and even give us five stars. That would super duper (laughs) help us. So we hope that you'll tune in next week for episode three as Kathy and I just kind of discuss a little bit further on expectations and comparison Um, just in life as women. So I hope you'll join us next time for episode three. Thanks for tuning in.